You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 50. And today we are continuing our discussion on stress for our second segment. And today we're going to talk to you about the 12 signs that you are stressed out. And today's episode is being brought to you by our free 70 simple and doable stress busters. And you can find it at www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode number 49 and episode number 50. So with no further ado, let's dive on into the episode and continue our discussion on stress and find out, do you have any of the signs of stress? Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Hi there, and welcome back to part two of our series on stress. So I hope you enjoyed our first episode on Stress Hormones 101 and acute stress versus chronic stress, and you learned something there. And I just want to take a moment before we start the podcast today, just to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the podcast. You know, I know that you have a lot of choices out there when it comes to podcast episodes and things that you can listen to. So I'm really glad that you tuned into ours. And I just wanted to say thank you. And I also wanted to remind you that there's a freebie that goes along with this three-part series. It's 70 simple and doable stress busting tips that I put together for you. And you can find that over on the, um, on our page at wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 49 or episode number 50. So it's on either of those three pages. It's going to be on the page for each one of these series. Um, so I think you're going to love it. So go over there and download it and then tell me what you think about it. And I also just formed a new Facebook group where I'm merging the group from the podcast and the group that I had that I was talking about wellness tips. And I'm making just one group that's going to be an overall group to talk about women's wellness in simple, easy, fast, easy forms and talk about the podcast episodes all in one place so that I don't have to do double duty because it's really hard being a busy working woman, just like you trying to do all of it. So I'm trying to help myself and just have one group. So the new group is called Well Women Network 360. So you can go find that over on Facebook and um, join us. And we'll be talking about a lot of well, well, well women tips, easy, fun. I'm going to put recipes up there, mini challenges. Um, and then I'm going to also be talking about the podcast and the topics that we talk about here. And I would really love to um, talk about any topic that you want to talk about as well. So again, if you have ideas for the podcast that you want us to talk about and ideas that you would like us to talk about in the group, please let me know as well. So on to today's teaching. So today I told you I was going to talk to you about 12 signs that you're stressed out. Now, 
We all have stress. And we talked about that last in the last segment, you know, there's nothing really that we can do about never having stress unless we're sitting on a beach, you know, doing nothing. But here are some signs that will let you know that you are stressed out. Number one, you have a hard time concentrating. When we're stressed out, our mind is trying to concentrate on a wide variety of things, not keeping full attention on any one of them. This makes it hard to concentrate on just one thing. So you end up feeling distracted and confused. Stress can affect our concentration at work so that your capacity and your productivity is slower and your ability to do a good job is less. Stress can make it difficult to concentrate on playtime activities as well. You end up thinking about all the obligations you have, spending less time on enjoying the free time that you do have. Number two, you're sleep deprived. When you're stressed out, you can feel emotionally exhausted, but physically unable to sleep. Ever have that happen to you? Happens to me a lot. Stress causes an increase in the epinephrine, norepinephrine, and cortisol, those hormones that we talked about in stress 101, making it difficult to get to sleep and especially to stay asleep. Your mind cannot rest enough to sleep and your body is fighting sleep as well. So you've got a double whammy. Insomnia is a common result of stress. The trick is to develop good sleep habits and reduce the overall stress in your life so that sleep comes naturally. Stress can also cause too much sleeping because you're trying to avoid the stressors in your life and you will use sleep as a coping mechanism. Number three, you don't eat right. When you're under stress, ladies, you tend not to make the right meal choices that are healthy for you. Instead, you eat whatever is in front of you or is easy to pick up and a snack on. These tend to be foods that are high in salt and sugar and are generally highly processed foods that don't provide you with the nutrition you need to fight off illness and keep your biological processes going well. Stress can contribute to mindless overeating of junk food or to skipping meals altogether because you have no time to sit down and eat the right kinds of food for your body, or you tend to drink too much coffee and not enough water. Number four. You get sicker easier and more often. Stress increases the amount of cortisol in your body, which affects your ability to fight off infection. So this means that you are likely to get more colds and flus and you can't fight them off as easily. Stress is a reason for chronic disease as well, including strokes, heart attacks, and peripheral vascular disease and diabetes. Norepinephrine and epinephrine releases part of the fight or flight response can put excess pressure on your heart, and this can raise your pulse and your blood pressure. These things contribute to getting heart disease over years of being under chronic stress. Number five, you're depressed. Stress can lead to depression by affecting the neurotransmitter levels in your brain. Chronic stress can affect the way that you think, and it will have you and it will give you less free time to enjoy your life because you're going to be stressed out all the time. When you feel like you're stressed, things like chronic anxiety and chronic depression creep into your life so that you're even less able to cope with the stressors of your life. Number six, you get headaches. Stress can cause tension in the muscles of the scalp and the neck. This can result in tension or muscle contractions called stress or headaches that can make it difficult to get rest and that can contribute to concentration and memory difficulties. 
Headaches like, headaches like this can be controlled with, you know, with non-steroidals, which are your Tylenol and your Motrin, but they're better handled by reducing stress and by participating in natural stress reduction techniques, such as meditation and or yoga, or just getting out ladies and walking, seeing the sunshine, putting on some music, you know, doing other things instead of always reaching for the medication. And like I always talk about, you know, for me, I want you to start thinking about where are these things coming from? So if you are constantly getting headaches, let's look at what are the underlying factors that might be causing those headaches and stress is probably one of them. So we need to start looking there. Number seven, you have an abnormal reproductive system. Women can develop abnormal menstrual cycles in which they don't ovulate. And this can cause or make for irregular and close together cycles. And it can also affect their fertility. So if you don't ovulate, you can't get pregnant. In addition, women can get heavier and more painful menstrual periods, such as bleeding and resulting of being under stress. So you can have, um, you know, bleeding in between periods. You can sometimes miss your period. Sometimes you can have more than one period. Your periods can become heavier. It all can affect your hormones. Bottom line, stress affects your hormones because they are stress hormones. Number eight, you can develop muscle tension, kind of like what we talked about before with the headache thing. Stress causes your muscles to become tenser. This is a normal part of the fight or flight response, okay? Because those muscles, remember we talked about that the blood is getting shunted to the muscles and to the brain so that it helps you to get away faster if you need to be. But over time, it can lead to chronic muscle tension that makes you have aches and pains that you can't get over without taking some type of medication to get the pain to go away. So if you want to reduce stress through, um, you know, other mesh, other means, get some massages, you know, do warm salt baths, Epsom salt baths, you know, just stretch and do those type of things to help relieve the tension, get acupuncture. I love acupuncture. It really does help with those, that tightness, but also ladies, you know, treat yourself to a monthly massage or an every two week massage. You know, it's not that expensive and it will help greatly reduce stress and that muscle tension. Number nine, you can put yourself at risk for type two diabetes. And we've been talking about this a lot. Um, your digestive system responds to stress by producing extra sugar from storage sites in the liver. This causes a rush of sugar to enter your bloodstream. Your pancreas fights to put the sugar somewhere else. And if this doesn't go to fat, it ends up keeping into your blood stress, your blood, your bloodstream. And that's why, like when you go to the doctors, they're measuring not only your mean blood glucose, but they're also measuring your hemoglobin A1C to see what your blood sugar has been over the past two months. This tells if you are moving towards being diabetic. There's a scientific connection, ladies, between stress and the development of insulin resistance, which is the basis behind getting type two diabetes. Okay. That's also to like, if you have more, you hear all about, you know, front, um, tummy fat being, you know, worse fat than if you have it on your hips and thighs, because that brown, that brown stubborn fat that's on your stomach is what leads to type two diabetes as well. Number 10, you have digestive problems. Stress shunts blood away from the vital organs, such as the digestive system, so that you can't digest food as you normally would. This leads to poor digestion, stomach upset, diarrhea, constipation, and possibly nausea and vomiting. Stress is related to irritable bowel syndrome, which involves cramping in the bowels and changes in bowel habits. 
Okay. Irritable bowel patients do better when they are under less stress. I had a son. He suffered from irritable bowel when he was in high school. Whenever stressful situations came up, he had bowel issues. A lot of people have this type of issue as well. They just can't function with their um, bowel movements. They become constipated or they get nauseated, or sometimes they even um, have vomiting episodes when they're stressed out all the time. So stress affects many different systems. Number 11, you suffer from respiratory problems. We mentioned some of these in episode number one, people who have COPD or asthma have more problems breathing when they're under stress. Stress causes shallow, rapid breathing. That is not that much of a problem if you don't have any respiratory problems, but if you do, it can lead to shortness of breath and worsened breathing problems. So you may need to have an increase in your inhaler usage. Okay. Those type of things like that. So that's where stress plays a factor on the lungs. So you, as you're, I hope that you're getting the picture here as we're moving into number 12, that stress affects almost every system in your body. It decreases your memory. It affects your breathing. It affects your gut health. It affects your hormones. It affects your sleep. I mean, it just, it, it's, it's funny, but we just don't stop to think about really how stress is affecting all of this. Okay. Number 12, you suffer from anxiety. Stress is a state of anxiety that doesn't go away. People who live under chronic stress are more prone to anxious states, panic attacks, and other anxiety symptoms that can interfere with the quality of their lives. Chronic anxiety is best handled by reducing the stress in your life and by practicing natural methods of stress reduction. Like I just mentioned, such as meditation, yoga, Pilates, you know, or simply just getting out with your friends, you know, and having some fun in your life. Cause I know as busy business women, you know, a lot of times where we spend day and night behind our computers or we spend day and night at our job, we're commuting back and forth to work. We've got not only that kind of pressure, but we've got all the stuff from home and we just don't put in the time. Like I'm always talking about self-care to really give ourselves that much needed break and pampering that we do need that can help reduce some of these stress episodes that I just talked about. So think about those 12 that I just mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me. So do you see yourself in any of those? Do you have any of those things? Do you have sleep issues? Do you have breathing issues? Do you suffer from anxiety? Do you suffer from insomnia? Do you suffer from in indigestion? All of those things. So if you do, then I want you just to take a moment and pause and to reflect, you know, what's been going on in your life? Does it have to do with stress? And if it does, then I want you to go and download my simple, my 70 simple and doable stress busters, because I gave you a lot of very simple and easy tips that you can just go grab and practice on a daily basis to help reduce some of the stress in your life. So there you have it. Today's episode, all about 12 signs that you're stressed out. And I gave you the tips sheet that you can go grab to help reduce some of those stressors. And then next week, I'm going to be diving into, um, I want to talk to you about, I told you how stress sabotages your diet. And if you are being affected by secondhand stress, um, I was going to talk about that today, but I decided that I'm going to leave it for next week. So have a little bit longer of an episode since we talked about um, the 12 signs. I just wanted to give you those here.
So if you could do me a big favor, and if you could go over to iTunes and you can rate our podcast and give us a rating and review, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. It really does help. If you like the episodes, please share them with your girlfriends, mention them, you know, tag us on the gram, you know, tag us over on Facebook, join our Facebook group and help us spread the word, you know, about self-care and this great mission that I'm on really in 2019 to really move self-care from the back burner to the front burner for us busy business women. So there you have it. I hope that you have a very blessed week and um, I'll talk to you soon and we'll dive into next week's episode and bye for now.